Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. The year was 1953-1954. My dad was in the Army, and he was in Korea, engaged in the Korean War. During that time, he spent some time on the front lines, but then uh, they pulled him from there and put him in a truck, a supply truck, and he drove that supply truck uh, to get supplies to the front lines. My dad tells me that doing that was about as dangerous as being on the front lines because they were a target of the enemy. And he tells me that they that uh, the army had put governors on those trucks so that they could only go so fast. So he was in a situation that was pretty dangerous for a while. But the importance of that supply truck, getting those supplies up to the front lines, was uh, extreme. The people on the front lines that were fighting could not get the job done without the proper supplies. Now, as Christ followers, we are in a spiritual battle. We have been studying that here in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 18. And we have learned that in order to gain the victory, to appropriate the victory that Christ has already won for us, we have to suit up for battle. And we do that by putting on the full armor of God. And in the previous podcasts, we have talked about the six pieces of armor that are mentioned here in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. Those pieces of armor are the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, having our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, putting uh, on or picking up rather the uh, shield of faith, and then we are to put on the helmet of salvation and pick up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. All six of those pieces are so very important, and basically what it boils down to is obedience, obeying God in a practical sense, obeying God's Word in in every uh, place. But we cannot stop there. There is one more verse that we haven't covered, and it's verse 18, and it says this, with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. We cannot forget that verse. It is just as important as the previous verses that mention the uh, six pieces of the armor. Prayer is an act of dependence on God. It is our supply line. Just as my dad drove that supply truck to get those much-needed and necessary supplies to the front lines, prayer is our direct connection to Almighty God. It is the privilege that God has granted us. Uh, We have the privilege to come confidently, uh, boldly to the throne of grace, and grace is God's favor. We can come, and we can come with, uh, with an open heart, and we can come to God anytime, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. God is never busy. He's never out. He is always there. We have that open supply line if we take advantage of it. 
Now, the the problem is some treat prayer as when all else fails, pray. It's kind of like making God uh, a spare tire. You know, when the when the tires uh, one of the tires of our life goes flat, we we uh, turn to the spare tire. Or uh, some treat uh, prayer as uh, God being their personal genie in the bottle. And when they want something uh, that, that uh, will make their life better or they, they want uh, that uh, Cadillac or whatever it is that they want, they just kind of rub the bottle of prayer and expect God to come running and give them what they want. And that is not at all what prayer is all about. But Paul reminds us, that we are to always pray. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 says pray without ceasing. So let's look at this uh, verse and try to see what is being said here in verse 18. And and it begins by saying with all prayer and petition pray. I don't want us to to uh, to lose what that's saying there. And so let's just break it down with all prayer and petition pray. And so you see with all prayer pray. Prayer is simply talking to God. I may be speaking to someone today that's fairly new in the faith or, or you haven't grown a whole lot in your faith and, and you feel like you need to know all of these uh, fancy theological words and concepts and you need to know exactly what words to say to properly pray. Well, let me just relieve you a little bit and say prayer at its most basic simple form is just you talking from your heart to God. You don't have to impress Him with uh, uh, all of your knowledge. You don't have to impress Him with special words. Uh, you, you don't have to use a special kind of format. Um, but prayer is simply communicating your heart to God. Now, I will say that as you study the Word of God and as you grow and as you learn, uh, your prayer life will grow with you and you'll learn more about prayer. And uh, uh, I could do a whole series and do plan to do that in the future on prayer and, and break it down and talk more about it. But I want you to know, no matter what level you are in your Christian walk, if you're a brand new Christ follower and you know almost nothing about the Scriptures, I want to tell you, you can just open your heart to God because prayer is simply talking to, to Almighty God in its most basic definition. But then it says, with all prayer and petition. There is a word that sticks out in that phrase. With all prayer and petition, pray. The word petition uh, is translated in other places in Scripture, supplication. But what it means is, it just means earnestly asking. It, it takes it to a whole other level. It is making an entreaty. It is entreating God. It is, as you're communicating with God, you're, 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 there's a sense of, of um, earnestness. There, there is a, a sense of, I really need to call on you, God. And so, uh, here, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul is saying, communicate with God and get earnest about it. Get serious about it. Do it uh, with all earnestness. And then it says, with all prayer and petition, pray at all times. Let's just take a second and think about that phrase, at all times. What do you think that means? Well, I think it means exactly what it says. Pray at all times. First Thessalonians 5.17 again says, Pray without ceasing. Um, now, what does that mean? Now, you can't uh, go through life and, and constantly be 
praying and definitely don't want to be driving down the road with your eyes closed praying, right? Uh, But what it means is maintain an attitude of prayer. Pray every time the occasion rises. It, It is that a kind of lifestyle of dependence on God. And so I remember back in, in, in the days when I was pastoring back in Baltimore, there was an older gentleman there um, and and eventually into his 80s. His name was Frank Gerritsen. And that man was a, was a man of God. And he was someone that... Uh, that I loved and loved to uh, minister with and serve with. And one of the things that uh, Frank Gerritsen taught me was this whole business about praying without ceasing. We would be dealing with the church issue, and he would stop right there, and he happened to have a hat on. He would pull his hat off and knew what was coming. He said, let's pray. And, and we would pray about it. And then something else would come up, and off came the hat. Let's pray. And, and what I was learning there is, you know, you can make all your plans, and you can go at it, and you can work hard, and we really should, but we should always maintain an attitude of prayer. And that's what Paul meant there when he said, pray without ceasing and pray at all times. And Paul was a great example of that. And then it goes on to say, pray at all times in the Spirit. What does that mean? Well, it's simpler than people make it. Romans 8. 26 tells us that the Holy Spirit will pray and intercede for us with uh, words that, that, that we don't even understand because He is God and God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are in perfect communion. And, and as Jesus intercedes with the, for us to the Father, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us on our behalf. But here's, here is a, a more simple explanation of praying in the Spirit. Since the Holy Spirit authored the Bible, we pray according to what He's written. According to his will, Jesus said in John fourteen thirteen, when you pray, pray in my name so that uh, the father may be glorified in the son. When you pray, pray in my name, according to the character of Jesus, according to his will. And that is so very, very important. And then the verse goes on to say, uh, and with this in view, within view, and that means, you know, in view of the fact that we're to pray and pray it at all times and pray earnestly and pray in the spirit according to God's will. With that in view, be on the alert. Don't let your guard down in prayer. Don't don't ever think you don't need prayer. Again, develop a lifestyle of prayer. It is your open supply uh, line to Almighty God as you use the armor of God. Be on the alert. Keep your guard up in prayer with all perseverance and petition. Uh, Romans 12.12 uh, 12 says, uh, devote yourself to prayer. Colossians chapter 4 Verse 2 says the same thing. Be devoted to prayer. Acts chapter 2 verse 42 talks about the early New Testament church. After the day of Pentecost, it says they continually devoted themselves to several things. And one of the things mentioned was prayer. Persevere in prayer. Be devoted to it. Prayer is work. And you know, for, for, uh, I pray on a regular basis, on a daily basis, and sometimes it's like almost like walking through wet semen. It, it, sometimes it, you're d- disciplining yourself to, to call out to God and to depend on God, but it's worth it in the end. With all perseverance, keep on praying and earnestly asking. Petition, there that word is again. And then finally it says, for all the saints. 
for all the saints. And oh my goodness, that just opens up a whole other um, uh, thing there that I wish I could go into, but my time is limited. Pray for all the saints. We do pray for saints' health. You know, you hear a lot in church, if you're around church much, pray for this one's broken leg and that one's sickness and the other's sickness. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, and we should, but we should go deeper than that. Paul prayed that we would abound more and more in our love. And then I close this series with Ephesians chapter 3 and verse uh, 14. It says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner man. Paul is praying that we would have strength in our inner man, uh, that we would be able to walk the way God wants us to walk. And then he finishes in verse 20, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church. Listen, God can do far more than you could ever think in, in your little prayer life, in my little prayer life. We serve a big God. We need to keep the supply line open in this battle. We cannot victoriously overcome. We can't win the battle without being directly connected constantly to Almighty God. He supplies the power, the energy, the wisdom, the ability to walk in uh, victory. And that's what He wants. As you suit up for victory, putting on the full armor of God, keep on praying as well. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.